Raider Nation, what is the deal, man? Once again, it's another episode of the Raiders Recap on the Sick Podcast. And today, man, we're going to be going over the very, very glorious win of the Raiders beating the Giants 30-6 to this past Sunday at Allegiant Stadium, man. We're going to go ahead and go over all the details, what we saw, what we liked, and then we're going to preview the Jets for this next week on Sunday Night Football. So without further ado, man, let's go ahead and get that intro started. And let's get this show cracked. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Raiders Recap. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast. It's going to be sick. And what is the deal, ladies and gentlemen? Once again, it's another episode of the Raiders Recap on the Sick Podcast. Make sure you guys are tapping on the like and on the subscribe button. Hit on that little notification so you get updated when we drop a very new episode like this one here. But, right, we're going to have to go over the Raiders, win over the Giants, 30-6 to at Allegiant Stadium. And, I mean, what more can we say but excited? Right. What, what the fuck more can we say? Finally, the team executed and looked like the team that we know they can be. All right. And a lot of people want to look why, you know, why weren't they doing this before? I mean, we pretty much know the answer why they weren't doing this before. I mean, and, and the players don't much, have to say much. The players don't have to say much. The coaches that are there still don't have to say much. Why? Because actions speak louder than words. And you can see their actions this Sunday. You can just see how they they, they feel, how. The, the vibe of it, right? I'm seeing a video last night. Devontae, had, I think it's either an NBA game or a, a, some type. He's at a basketball game or something. The ref comes up to him and says, I was at the game, bro, 50-yard line. I'm so glad y'all got y'all mojo back. That's where we at. And that's what happens when the Raiders start getting good. It's everywhere, from every crevice, every corner. Every uh, Raider fan start coming out. I'm out today. I see multiple Raiders shirts. We only won one game. It's one game. But that's the level of excitement we're at. That's the vibe we're at. And the NFL better watch out because if we get hot, we're going to fuck some people up. But let's talk about this past Sunday, okay? What did we see? Let's start on the defensive side of the ball. Same thing. But really with the defense, they were more aggressive than they've been, okay? And that's something that I think, you know, I detailed in my last episode previewing with Desmond from the Giants podcast here on the Sid Network, you know, I think Antonio Pierce has more influence on what can be called on the defensive side of the ball because he's the head coach now. He was already the linebacker coach. So realistically, even with the changing and firing of the last coach, nothing changes, right? Nothing changes on the defensive side of the ball. It's all the same staff, all the same scheme. Patrick Graham is still there. And we see that Antonio Pierce was still a linebacker's coach, so he may have more influence and more say on what he wants to do as a defensive-minded coach. And it's kind of what we saw. They let the dogs loose, as they said. They let Max Crosby hunt. They let Adam Butler hunt. Um, John Jenkins got busy. That D-line was a very, very big key on why we were able to do the things we were able to do to What's his name? Danny DeVito, Tommy DeVito, one of those things, right? I mean, I, I excuse me for not knowing his name, but definitely uh, uh, we were able to affect him in a lot of ways with that pressure. But not only with the front four, we had to bring 
blitzes. We had to bring multiple people. We can't just bring four. This defense is at its best when it starts disguising coverage and disguising pressure packaging. And immediately we saw Spillane get in there. We saw him cause some pressure. I mean, Trayvon Merritt got a sack. Nate Hobbs came and blitzed a couple times. Like, bro, these are things we need to see. Mix it up, bro. Bring pressure. Don't just bring four. Bring five, maybe six people. And and really confuse the quarterback. Really try to get him on the ground. And that's exactly what I expect him to do from now on. Talking about them now. Now, going back. Linebackers, we were thin. But And that's kind of the reason why I think that they had a lot of success on the ground. Okay, now we're going to talk about why I think the offense was the biggest reason on helping the defense out. But they had a lot of success on the ground with Saquon. But I think that's a result of our linebackers being real thin. I really do. Um, so, But that's two straight weeks, though. That's two straight weeks that teams have had success on us again in the ground game. So we're going to need to share that up, especially this next week with a running back that has the ability to pretty much take any carry he has to the crib. So we're going to need to share that up definitely with the linebackers for as thin as they were, did a very good job. Um, secondary, Sean. Secondary, Sean, man, the likes of Trayvon Merrick, who, who I wanted to see improve vastly this season, improve. Okay, he, he he's doing his goddamn thing this year. Marcus Epps, I've said it before, A-plus signing. Um, we look at Marcus Peters. Maybe not the tackling prowess we want and need sometimes, but God damn it, if he ain't got his hands on the football these last couple weeks. Now we're seeing the Marcus Peters that we paid for, right? This, this is the shit that we wanted. We wanted to see him do exactly what he's doing. Get his hands on the football. And that whether it be tips, interceptions, he got to start catching some of these. This motherfucker could damn near be leading the league in interceptions if he was to just catch some of the ones he's gotten. I swear, he's dropped a lot. But he's getting his hands on there. And even so, we talk about now that has leaked into other players. I mean, Amit Robertson is playing his ass off. And granted, his film coming out of college, he was a ball hawk. So these are things that, you know, he's showcased before. But with him, it's the consistency of it. He needs to be more consistent. But when he's on, he's really, really nice, man. Um, So a lot – and Hobbs is back. Hobbs played well as well. So a lot of the secondary played very, very good. Defense as a whole, the unit as a whole, I give the B-plus damn near an A-minus. You know what I'm saying? There are definitely some things that they can do better. Definitely things they need to sure up, especially against better teams. need to sure some shit up. But, I mean, not a lot to complain about for sure. Not a lot to complain about. And now we get to the offensive side of the ball, which I really feel is the driving force on why this team looked as good as it did. Because realistically, the defense has played pretty much the same way all year. Okay, we're already eight, nine weeks into the season. What they have displayed is what they are. I don't see a a major drop-off now. I don't see a major drop-off coming from that unit. So the defense has pretty much displayed this all year. What was the difference? The difference was you could just look at it in time of possession. The time of possession by the Raiders was a far greater number than it's ever been in any of the games this season. We held the ball for longer went on longer drives, converted third downs when need be, and at the same time, scored the football. Those 30 points that we see on the board was a result of all offensive scoring. Last week in Detroit, we squeaked into damn near 20 points, but you need the defense to give you a pick six. You need the defense to give you great field position, you know, shit like that. 
You need the defense to almost score. Not this time. We saw 30 points. All body offense with long sustained drive, being able to get the run game going, and that allows the defense to rest, allows the defense to stay off the field, maybe game plan a little bit more. And look, they were fresh, able to get to the quarterback. And also when you're up and you have a lead, we all know, you know, you'll be able to let your dogs loose in on a, any quarterback if you have a lead like they have. But keeping on the offense, number one thing I saw, got to give love to the big boys up front, man. Always give love to the big boys up front. It's easy to criticize. Very, very easy. But I've been saying it for a while. This, this, this offensive line is not as bad as some people may portray it to be. They're not. I refuse to believe it. They're not a bottom five offensive, offensive line. I refuse to believe it. You can think what you want, but I'm not going to think that. Because last night, what the Jets displayed and what we just saw from the Giants, that's a fucking bottom offensive line. That, that's a bad offensive line. Our shit is middle of the road. That's just what it is. We're not the best. I'm not calling this top five. I'm not calling this top 10. Not even top 15. But we're middle of the pack. Middle of the pack. And we already saw with better quarterback play, they look better, don't they? And not only that, I want to say, shout out to Bo Hardigree, man. Because he came in there and changed a lot of the, the things schematically. If, if you notice, we did much, much, much more zone blocking than we've ever done in one game. Why? Because you play to the player's strengths. When you really look at our offensive line, Colton Miller was drafted to be a zone blocker for real. I mean, Andre James is a zone blocker for real. I mean, these are things, yeah, and you can argue that Dylan Parham got the body and the skill set to be a zone blocker. So these are things you're playing to the strips. And not only them, we add on Josh Jacobs. Yes, Josh Jacobs is a very, very good back, but there are things he's just better at than he, than he is in others. I don't believe he's a strong power back. He's not a strong power back. He's a, he's a very, very strong zone runner. Like, when you allow him to put his foot in the ground and get vertical, right, with an offensive line that's maybe blocking everybody east-west, something like that, right, really getting their shoulders turned, and you allow Josh James to then cut off the shoulder turn, he's dangerous, dangerous. He's a very strong zone blocker. Why the previous coach had him doing power blocking and had this offensive line doing power blocking schemes beyond me. Fucking beyond me. Because in one game, the offensive coordinator came to change that, and immediately you saw all their talents begin to rise. Now, it, it, that's what it, you scratch your head. You scratch your head and shit like that. Um, now you go to the weaponry. The weaponry. Everybody touched the football. All receivers had over 10 plus yards. All of them with a catch. So these are things that we have to look at. You spread the wealth. You spread the wealth this game. And Trey Tucker got involved, who I've been clamoring to see more of. Finally, Jacoby, regular regular occurrence of him eating. He's going to do it. Devontae got involved. We already know what that is. Hunter Renfro, argue to you, Hunter Renfro had a touchdown if Jazz Jacobs does not miss his block at the end of the game there. Michael Mayer got involved. Austin Hooper caught a pass. Like, these are, these are very crucial crucial tools we were not using all right we're talking about all this we're and we're saying the Raiders scored 30 points with Devontae Adams not really being a factor and then that leads me into the quarterback because realistically 
for as great as we all feel, bro, we can feel even greater because this offense for real squeaked to 30 points. They squeaked. Now, not saying we wasn't going to get to 20. We was going to score that 20. But as far as taking it another level, taking it another notch, right, we squeaked to 30. Now, imagine when, let's say, our rookie quarterback gets more reps and he has more experience under his belt. Because last Sunday, you could definitely tell he wasn't. He was not the same Aiden O'Connor in that first half of that Chargers game. Was not. You could tell he's more comfortable now. But they, they still had a rookie game plan in place. Still rookie game plan in place to protect him. Run the football, easy throws, easy checks, shit like that. So they're giving him a rookie game plan. But sooner or later, he's going to get more comfortable. And he's going to start letting that bitch really rip. Because I don't know if y'all noticed in the second half, though, he started trying some shit in the second half. In the second half, he started smelling himself a little bit. And he started trying a couple throws that he wanted to see if he could complete. All right? And, and to his credit, they were close. But really, I feel like it's the result of timing. Timing not, not with the receivers. Timing not with the offensive line, really. I mean, you got to realize he was named the starter on Wednesday after a whirlwind of coaching hires and got four days to be prepared. Now, can we finally assess this man with a full week of practice, a full week of game planning, and a full week of knowing he's the guy? Then we can properly assess. Let's see if he gets better. But off of just the second start, miles ahead of what he was that first game. Miles. I'd argue to you, if he played this way in the goddamn Chargers game, we would have won that damn game. But then if the calls were different, we would have fucking won the game regardless. There are a lot of things that we can look at this team that makes you scratch your head in the weeks previous. But all I know now is that when Antonio Pierce said, comes to fruition, it's amazing what confidence can do to you. It's amazing, right? And, and I, I really, really am proud of this team, man. Like I said, it's, I see, I've seen as much Raider gear on people outside in the world as I've seen. And it's beautiful to see. We all look at each other and give each other that little Spider-Man meme point. Like, here we are, bro. Like, you know, we are finally, we can wear our shit. So I, I, I want to keep wearing this with pride. And I think they're going to keep, keep representing the way that we need them to represent and playing that Raider football. So that leads me into this next week against the Jets. And definitely, we're going to get more in-depth on that later on in the week. So make sure y'all had them notifications on, man. Make sure you had the notifications. And if you're not subscribed already, hit the subscribe button, bro. What you waiting on? You know what I mean? Definitely, it will help out the channel tremendously if you can do that. But uh, as we continue on to the Jets, we look and we say this. That offense is dog shit. The, the, the Jets offense is terrible. They fucking suck. All right? We just call a spade a spade at this point. They're trash. Now, yes, we all feeling ourselves. And the offense scored over 30, but that's just one week. It's one week. And this defense that's coming in here on Sunday night, they're fucking for real. They're fucking for real. So this ain't nothing to play with on that defense side of the ball for them. We can't fuck around with them. We're going to need to put them away. And we're going to need to keep some drives going. This is going to be crucial for Bo Hardigree and for Aiden O'Connell this game in development. How do y'all adjust? I want to see the adjustments from week to week because this defense ain't no motherfucking joke. So, and they can come in here and cause some problems 
So if we're able to run the ball and, and Aiden O'Connell can stay turnover free, it's a dub in my opinion. It's a dub because our defense is going to do what it do. We're going to make a shake now. We're going to fuck Zach Wilson up. We saw what the Chargers did. We saw what the Chargers did last night. And, yeah, they got Joey Bosa. They got Khalil Mack. We got motherfucking Max Crosby. I take him over both of them. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. Now, obviously, I take Khalil back. But still, got to get love to everybody else on that defensive line. They doing their motherfucking thing. Adam Butler came out of nowhere. He must remain. You got to keep him, right? John Jenkins, good. Nesta J. Silvera had very good tape. He has some great shit he showed in his last game. Play him more. Play him more. Tyree Wilson getting better and better each week. And some of y'all don't want to hear that, but he is. Against the run, because honestly, bro, I'm going to tell y'all something, and this is going to open y'all eyes, bro. He's doing the shit that Chandler Jones was doing last year. We was getting mad at Chandler Jones for, which is play the run excellent. Play the run at an excellent pace, but not getting there to the quarterback as much as we want him to. So that's where he's at right now, but he's a rookie. And he's coming off a foot thing. He's straight. The way he's played the run this year, I'll take it. Now we just get him better with his hand usage. Now we're going to get him better pat rushing that quarterback. But for right now, he's doing what he's got to do. So I think that defensive line will motherfucking eat Sunday night. We're going to eat him up. It, 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 it's going it, no to no doubts about it. We're going to let the dogs loose again. So it's up to this offense now once again to be the driving force. To be the driving force on why we're, we're able to put teams away. This offense got to continue with succession. So y'all let me know down below how y'all feel about last game, how you feel about this next one. Because I'm always looking ahead, man. And I want to put this out there before I end off. The word of the rest of the season, because I know we happy about the win. Trust me, I'm happy about the win. And, and I don't want nobody in these motherfucking comments talking about, it was just the Giants. Why are we happy? We Last week, we were ready to fucking dismantle the whole team. So I don't want to hear that shit talking about why are we happy about a win uh, over the Jets. You take a win. That's why. But as far as next week and all that, I, I just want to say this is the word of the rest of the season. And the word is a very simple word. More. Why do I say that? Because it's time to expect more out of certain things. We It's time to it, – it's now time with a clean slate. To expect just beyond and more than mediocrity. And I'm not saying last week was mediocre, but taking one win and resting on that, that's mediocrity. Can't have that. So when we talk about eight sacks last week against DeVito, perfect. But guess what? There can always be more, right? More. Even Max Crosby said it on his podcast. Yeah, we had eight sacks, but that's eight sacks, and us, we were still fucking up. That's what he said. Okay, cool. Had a fumble. More. Two interceptions. More. What we looking from Aiden O'Connell, right? 200 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, but guess what? We gonna need more. Exactly. Josh Jacobs, 25 carries, 98 yards, two touchdowns. Perfect. Guess what? More. You feel what I'm saying? There's always another level to achieve. So the word of the motherfucking season, and you're going you gonna to hear me say it for the rest of the weeks. You're going to get fucking sick of me, but I'm going to keep saying it more. So regardless of it, 
We always looking for excellence and we committing to excellence, man. Make sure you guys are tapping on the like, tapping on the subscribe button, tap on the little notification bell. So you get updated when we drop some shit like this, man. And, and make sure you guys keep all that shit on. We're going to drop another episode really previewing the Jets later on this week. So make sure y'all stay, stay tuned for that. Without further ado, man, we're going to catch y'all next time on the Raiders Recap with the Sick Podcast. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.